I'm Roger Armstrong, and I was born a psychic child in 1930. In, this in these series of segments, I'm telling about my Army experiences as a psychic soldier. Now, I had a group of men that were in my squad that were mountain men from Appalachia. And since they learned to talk with animals, like I did when I was a child, we learned to communicate together. So when we went on our field exercises with our inverted V battle formation, with the two wingtips out 50, 50 yards apart, and then in eight or 10 foot, uh, 10 yard intervals in between, with me at the, at the point of the V, we could go through the woods like smoke. And we could go through brambles. It was awesome. And as we, as we walked through, they would correct me. So I wouldn't make noise. Though they did refer to me as the, as the mule with the broken leg. Which was all right. Because we could sneak up on the cadre that were in positions. And the cattery was supposed to shoot at us, and we were supposed to shoot back. But since we could picture ahead and see where the cadre was, soon as their positions were identified, I gave the command to split the wing, split the V. And, the, and the, where the people were at the point then could swing out, and we'd form two lines and then I would split things up again, and they would go and get ready to stand behind the cadre. And on the signal, I would go to the, op the radio operator, and they would walk up to each of the cadre that was in their positions. And on my command, <laughs> they would say, Boo, you're dead. <laughs> they love that. They love that. But anyhow. So we became known as the Ghost Squad. Now every field exercise that we did, our reputation grew. And they started putting out string traps for us. They had special uh, listening devices trying to hear us coming. And it was just made it a bigger challenge for us and we would sneak behind him and go, boo, you're dead. Now, Wednesdays afternoons was an all-sports day at Fort Meade, Maryland. That's where we were. And the enlisted men and the officers could play sports together, and there was no rank. And I played golf. Now, there was a, an elderly couple ahead of me. And I had to wait, because I'm hitting 425, 450 drives. So I'm driving the green. So I had to wait for them to get off the green before I would drive. And they'd wave me on, you know, and I would wave no, you know. And I'd hit my ball, and they would be astonished. So they waited for me on the third green. And they said, would you like to join us? And I said, I would very much. My name is Roger, 
And the, the man, very nice man, said, well, my name is Andy, and this is my wife, Martha. So Andy and Martha and I played golf together. And Martha would say, I just love your drives. They're so long and beautiful. And I would say, well, thank you very much. And Andy would say, and I like your six putts. <laughs> and we would all laugh. Now, Andy would win, and Martha and I would tie. When we ended the, the golf game, I'm walking off the course, and a lieutenant rushes up to me and says, let me have your bag, sir. And I says, what for? And he says, well, you're playing golf with, with the general, and so we want to have your bag polished and your clubs cleaned and give you uh, all new golf balls. And I said, the general? He said, yeah, that's General Anders. He's in, he's in charge of uh, the whole post. I said, oh, my gosh. But I had to hurry back to the barracks because Knopper was waiting for me. Now, Knopper was my good buddy. And he was intrigued with hypnosis, as so was I. And I would hypnotize Knopper, and we would do a whole series of experiments. One that we liked to do was shoot dice. And I would put my hand on his shoulder, and I would tell him to picture, and he would picture then, a three and a one. And he'd roll a three and a one. I'd say, roll a pair of twos, and he'd roll a pair of twos we could roll consecutive points like that over 80 times and get it perfect every time. We did that at least 10 or 15 times. Now, I met a cousin on post who was a gambler. And with my hand on his shoulder, we cleaned out Fort Meade, Maryland for the tune of $87,000. Now, the old hypnosis folks believed that you didn't do things for personal gain. So I gave half of my money to the Salvation Army. I put it in their box, and I would have loved to have seen their face when they opened up that box the next morning and saw that they had $44,000 in it. Now, One of the things that, that the barracks liked Sunday afternoons was hypnosis time. And they wanted me to do the blister thing. I always did that. And then they wanted to do the piece of paper with the X on it. Now what this was is there were 50, 50 foot lockers on the second floor of the barracks and they would put a piece of paper under each one and one of the papers would have an X on it. And Knopper would come up, and he would walk along, and I would tell him to walk along in front of the footlockers, and when he came to the footlocker that had the X on the piece of paper, he wouldn't be able to move his feet. And it always would happen. One time they tried to fool Knopper, and they didn't put any, they, they put the piece of paper at the last minute in one of the guy's pockets. 
and Napper walked through all the footlockers and then walked past this guy and his feet wouldn't, couldn't move. That was entertainment time. Now, I'm Roger Armstrong and I was a psychic child and these are my stories as a psychic soldier.